Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Neutral Game, your newbie-friendly fighting game podcast. I'm Six Stepmar from Scanline Media. And I'm Miller Kovacri from Real Soviet Bear TV. And uh, we're here with you on this show to talk about fighting games, obviously. Um, but 2020 has not been the uh, the most uh, forthcoming with new fighting games for, for understandable reasons. I mean, you know, development isn't all happening this year. Obviously, a lot of stuff happens, you know games take multiple years to make but 2020 has been a wild ride and a lot of stuff's gotten delayed and uh we spent a lot of time dipping into the past and you know Drag, i think we've been better for it yeah i think we've uh, learned to appreciate uh rollback netcode regardless whether it's attached to newer old games mostly because it's more commonly attached to old games now somehow as we are recording this people are announced as we're recording this we've had the KOF 2002 Ultimate Match get rollback, and now we're having Guilty Gear Accent Core Plus Reload Bit rollback, so you know, let's just play old games, forget the new ones. If they added uh, rollback to KOF 13 on PC, oh, really? That would be love. What? Did they? Or No, if they did. Oh, no, if, if, they, if they did. Oh, yeah, I was like, how did I hear about that? I'd be all over it. Man, no. Man, if, yeah, no, that game That game rules. Man, but. if Undernight got rollback, oof. Oof, I, I'd be all over that. I can't even get a good connection with, like, other European people. It's, it's... Like, I had a better connection playing that by hosting Parsec than actually hosting a match. I mean, I play a heavily modified, a fan-modified version of uh, Melty Blood that has rollback. I should get into that. Melty Blood's really good. Anyway, we're here to talk about another game with rollback. Sorry to go off topic. I just... Uh, yes, we are. Well, it's not. It doesn't have rollback by by default. We just happen to use some uh, some. Yeah, we used we used Fightcade, so <laughs> we got that benefit. Uh, this is the uh, Neo Geo release, nineteen ninety six by ADK, uh, Ninja Masters How Ninpo Cho, also known as uh, Ninja Mas or Ninja Mas. Yes, yes, or maybe maybe in Japan it's just known as Hounin Pocho. Maybe they're just they're maybe they're just all about those those ninja scrolls. Maybe. What do you think? Maybe Ninja Scroll was a good anime. I haven't seen it in a while. Was it? I I remember it. I I remember it being very horny. Is all I remember. I mean, look, old school anime. You take what you can get. Like it's like how everybody remembers Elfin Lead being good, but that was like horny as hell. And it actually so wasn't good. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not the point. Not the point. Uh, so, Ninja Masters, Ninja Moss, whatever you want to call it, uh, is a uh, 2D fighting game, as we say in Neo Geo, and uh, you will not be too surprised to learn that it's mostly about ninja fighting. There are a few, uh, like, there are samurai and thieves and... Uh, 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 undead, I guess? I, I think this game equates Ronin or Masterless Samurai to Ninja or whatever. Um, I assume the entire cast is technically some sort of ninjas, just so you know, the less stealthy variety. Hmm. I think the and old, monks. I think the old man, like, is like a Korean um, exorcist, but everybody else is like failed monk, failed mercenary failed ninja in some capacity or you know successful ninja <laughs> yeah not not all complete failures some of them are the best of the best the best in the business um and so here's here's a here's a thing that i am not privy to 
Um, this just to 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 from my perspective, uh, in the uh, in the uh, real Soviet Bear Discord, uh, this just kind of popped up. What happened? How did this? How did this suddenly slide to the forefront? So uh, every year I do the well, every year most years I do these this thing called December where I stream or play fighting games for a month and show them off. And last year somebody suggested uh, specifically. Um, a friend called Necrotext uh, suggested uh, Ninja Masters. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll try that. And I thought it was neat, uh, but didn't really dwell on it. And then everybody was kind of playing fighting games. And this year in the Discord, you know, we were playing some Street Fighter, playing some Grand Blue, and, you know, people got kind of sick with the net codes and the bad net play, especially now because sure. you can't really hang out in person with people. So net play is all you have. Uh, so we started messing around with Fightgate more, and to avoid the issue of, you know, let's get into Garou or Third Strike, where people are really into it, and, you know, the game is already not really solved, but if you play with somebody, they're probably really damn good. We decided, like, let's dig a bit and see what we can find that, you know, doesn't have a lot of documentation, doesn't have a lot of tournament footage, doesn't have a big scene, and just, but is actually good, and then play that. Um, so we kind of settled in the end on playing, you know, Magical Drop 3, which does have, you know, a scene, uh, in a way, but for the fighting game we settled on Ninja Masters, because it was kind of, like, janky at first, but then the more we played it, the more we got into it, and then... All the documentation we found online, you know, half of it was useless because the notations were either wrong or inaccurate or didn't explain it enough, so we had to figure out a lot of things on our own. Um, mm -hmm. And it kind of fit the bill. Well, perfect. Uh, yeah, finding finding a game that is uh, relatively unexplored can be, can be pretty fun. Um, and... It seems like a real shame that this one didn't get didn't get more attention because especially for when it was released, there are a lot of really cool ideas in this game. Yeah, I'm. I was kind of surprised the more we played it, uh, just how many mechanics it has. Like the way the um, we're gonna go go more deep into it, but just like the way the super meter alone is loaded with different functionality and just how um, some of the mechanics play out. You know, it's almost like. If I had known about this at the same time I knew about, say, Samurai Showdown 4 or 3, I would have probably played this, because this almost feels like it does some things I wish, wish Samurai Showdown did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, as far as, as, far as what, 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 setting the stage here, uh, this game is set in a, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's historical nonfiction. Um, entirely realistic story about how uh, Ninja stopped the uh, demonic uh, Oda Nobunaga yeah. from conquering Japan. So I thought I could, I could pinpoint exactly when this is set, because like, oh, it's Nobunaga, like he's the bad guy, so it's obviously you know the period where Nobunaga was. But no, it's, it's some period when they resurrected Nobunaga, and he merged with a demon, as he always does, so it's like, whatever, ye olde Japanese period. People really have strong feelings about Nobunaga, huh? It's it's really interesting how prevalent he is as a villain. Like I I I'm really curious how um, you know Japanese education depicts him, like in like in history classes in general. 
that like it is such a big trope that he is always this like demonic, unstoppable, uh, evil entity. Especially for someone who, uh, like didn't even like live that long, but made like a massive impact. Um, or rather, didn't live that long as you know the big conqueror. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Basically, the main character, uh, Sasuke, is trying to. Uh, was it Sasuke? His first name? Okay, he's so generic. I just assume his name is Sasuke. Um, uh, yeah, it's Sasuke Sarutobi. Yes. Okay. So I guessed correctly. Um, he's a ninja. He's he he's on a quest to kill uh, Nobunaga, and apparently that's really against the code of his ninja clan. So now his ninja clan uh, is out to kill him. Uh, specifically, his uh, buddy buddy rival Kamui. And everybody else is just kind of there doing their own thing. And I guess eventually just run into Nobunaga in their story mode. And that's about it. They're like, wait, ninjas aren't allowed to kill. (laughs) You've broken our code. I don't know the details. It's something (laughs) ridiculous. Like, I've I've tried to read about it. Like, one character has a cursed sword. The other is like a ninja in training. But she went on a big quest of self-discovery so she would uh, you know not do ninja training and avoid class um, it's just mm. like one is a drunk card monk that has a bounty on his head it's just like weird stuff sure okay fair enough well uh, talk, talking about what we are confident about is we've we've you know we've played a, a, a decent chunk of this game um Obviously, uh, the disclaimer of, you know, we've spent we've spent a couple of, like, uh, you've spent more time than I have, but even even I have actually spent a little time uh, in between our sessions now. Uh, it has hooked me enough. So we have, we have invested some time. We're not complete experts. But fortunately, it doesn't seem like very many people are. Um, so. Well, except this one listener listening to us already preparing a response. But, sure. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd say... I'm slowly getting the hang of it. Like, this is a very much a learning experience for me. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I I feel like I'm winning more than not versus most people, but I definitely don't understand the full repertoire I have at my disposal. I'm sure that has nothing to do with you picking a top tier. Um, so this is a 2D fighting game. Uh, it does a mix of like hand to hand and weapon combat. You can press um, you can press B and C at any time to draw or holster your weapon. Um, I guess she's because it's not a gun. Well, one of them is a gun. But <laughs> um, and uh, when your weapon is out versus you know put away, get, uh, changes your normals. Sometimes gives you new specials, but also can uh, can interfere with other moves. There are moves you can only do without a weapon in your hand and stuff. Um, so some characters are really focused on having a weapon out, some are not, and some are sort of like, well, listen, you know, you got to know the time and place, right? Yeah, and there are some interesting options where uh, certain characters can throw their weapon as a projectile. Um, uh, some weapons, when you pull them out, they also do an attack, so you can kind of um, counter-hit somebody with a weapon draw and then continue using that weapon immediately. Uh, and mm-hmm. there's a few other details, like... Um, if you win the round or lose the round with your weapon out, uh, or your weapon holster, like the game remembers which state you're in. So, like if you have your weapon out, uh, then you continue the next round with your weapon out. Um, 
But you can also disarm the opponent by getting them dizzy, and then their weapon will fall out. And they yeah, which is a lot less punishing than than Samurai Showdown, where it's so easy to get disarmed. In this game, it's usually if you get disarmed in this game, it's because you're already getting your ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think it also helps that in Samurai Showdown, you don't really have... Like, very few characters have a set of moves that um, is good unarmed. Like, there are some characters who are like, yeah, if they're disarmed, they actually have, uh, you know, options. Uh, but in this game, I feel, you know, some characters might be better or worse with weapons um, out, but uh, even if they lose their weapon, they still have a lot of decent options to hold their ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as far as one of the other things that's interesting is the uh, the combo system in this game. Um, I think we're a little divided on, on how to refer to it. Um, it has a lot of, like, it has a lot of, like, quick like um buffer friendly string uh like strings um you you're thinking of them as auto combos to me they seem more like street fighter target combos i think that might be i think you might be more accurate in in how like the term is for it because it's not like you press one button and you get a combo but i think the buffering is uh much and the input is much more lenient than target combos, at least from what I've seen target combos in uh, Street Fighter Five. Um, because in this one, uh, like if if a target combo is say BBA, I can actually press both like B and A simultaneously at the same time three times, and the game will default to the target combo. It's not super precise, and you can also buffer it. So that's true. That's true. I mean, I I haven't had as much street, as pro, as much experience with five, but at least in Street Fighter Four, in that instance, you could just rapidly hit BBA and it'll come out. Um, it'll it'll hold the input, but I don't know about hitting like a BNA macro and having it happen. Yeah. Um, it's it's definitely like much easier. At least I played a bit of four. I think it's much easier in this one to do uh the target combo. I'd almost say that it's too easy in the sense of you can sometimes get locked into it without intending it, so it does take some getting used to. It's not really um, like orthodox as far as fighting games go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a lot of the other the other stuff that's interesting um, is is a lot of the meter gameplay that you've got going on here. I think I did the least with the meter, so this section I'm kind of kind of going to defer to you because I um, I spent less time with the game. I spent a lot of time swatching, swipping. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, switching around, trying to figure out what character worked for me, and um, didn't get very far into the meter game. Yeah, so I didn't get too much usage out of the meter simply because uh, a lot of the inputs are ridiculous pretzel motions that I hate. Like, not all of them, but at least for the characters I played. Um, plus, also, the supers themselves are very, very punishable, like, both on startup and recovery. It's it's very strange how much effort they require. But um, you have a meter, and the meter has four segments. And how it works is um, you can press, if your meter is full, you can press uh, uh, A, B, and C, uh, and your character will enter this hyper state. Uh, and that hyper state will, um, like, your character will flash blue, they'll do a little, like, mini blast wave that can hit your opponent. Uh, it's not really a burst because you can't like do it when you're being comboed, but you can do it as kind of reversal. Um, mm-hmm. And you can gold burst with it. Yeah, and while you're in this state, um, uh, I, I think like 
you can you have access to anything a super meter can do. So that's kind of like your Joker uh, card. Uh, but uh, what the actual use of the meter is, so you can do an EX move by pressing uh, two relevant buttons. So for example, if you have a move that's, say, down forward light punch, if you press down forward both punches, you'll do the EX version. Um, and the weird thing about that is, uh, if I believe if your meter is full and you do an EX attack, your meter will drain. But if it's not full, um, I think you can still do the EX and it will not drain. It's a bit weird in that regard. Um, huh. uh, and then you have Super Combo, which uh, is a sequence of, you know, it's a, it's a combo string where when you do that, your character does a Super Combo if your meter is full. And you have Desperation moves where if your health bar is in the red, uh, you have access to basically an infinite amount of usages of your Desperation move, which is also like a sort of super. Um, and then you have Finishers, uh, which you can do when your opponent is in the red. So if their health is in the red, uh, you can do uh, that move and uh, I think instantly kill them. Um and all of these you can kind of all these require meter requirements you can bypass by just being in hyper mode. So you, then you can do you know any of these, um, uh, any of these special usages. Uh, and what's also interesting is if you enter hyper mode and say you finished a round, and your because when you're in hyper mode your meter slowly drains. If it drains say halfway through and a new round starts, uh, it continues draining. So it doesn't like. It doesn't reset your burst state or, or hyper state or uh, remove your meter. It just literally continues where it left off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is... I, I don't think I've ever seen that particular implementation before. Like, I've seen people be like, we'll refund you or we'll take it away. But like, oh no, just pick up in the middle of your, your hyper mode is, is a weird one. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. But also, I guess, because the meter uh, itself carries over... Um, I, I guess they just wanted it to like literally be the same principle. Mm -hmm. Sure. Like even when you um, um, when you do like a super move uh, and your meter drains because it was full and you do, you do the super move, it has like this slow drain where your bar is grayed out. I even think the pro the progress of that grayed out depletion where you can't gain any meter uh, is also uh, saved for the next round. So it'll con it'll stop where the round ends and it'll continue depleting on the start of the next round. Huh. Uh, one interesting thing we figured out is basically uh, it seems like you only get meter for offense. Uh, like, taking damage and blocking doesn't seem to really give you any meter. No, no. It, I, I guess it's because the, the comeback factor is the desperation move, which is, like, you're low on health. So uh, mm -hmm. you get a desperation move, and I guess the idea was, well, if you're offensive and you get full meter, then you'll we'll give you access to the desperation move because you're doing so well, and you know the move might be good. Sure. Uh, then also, everybody has there are throws in this game, but they don't hit anybody crouching, and so uh, there's a command. Everybody has a command throw of some sort uh, for dealing with uh, crouchers, um, and there's no throw teching in this game, which. Um, this is, you know, happens a lot in older games, but uh, I feel like throws are good enough in this game that it, it really could have used that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd say, like, I can deal with a game having bad supers or, like, some bad inputs because usually you can, 
either learn the input or the move might not be that essential, or you can play a different character. But not having throw tech in this, you know, is like feels actively actively harmful. It's basically like who will who will nail the throw first, and if you're not confident you can nail the throw first, then you have to resort to poking out the opponent instead of like trying to contest the throw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a lot of a lot of early matches where um, the only reason I was competitive was because of throw. <laughs> yeah, because there's also air throws in the game. I think everybody has an air throw. So mm-hmm. um, you end up in a situation where you try to like I, like like you go, you have this air to air where you know both players try to throw, and I don't know if it's the hitboxes or the timings that's different. It's very hard for me to actually tell what's happening, but I will lose a lot of throws and then. You know, instead of getting my ass kicked the entire time and just getting my face slammed into the ground, I had to resort to just playing it safe and either not jumping, or when I'm jumping, uh, just trying to do air normals that uh, hit before a throw would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got very good at that. <laughs> um, and then uh, there's... Um, so when it comes to opening people up, you know, it's got the classic, you know, highs and lows. Um, but um, this is not as much... Like, overheads are a thing in this game, but they're not as much of what you're looking out for. You're worried about lows in this game. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a more of a Tekken dynamic where um, lows are the tricky thing uh, that they can get you, whereas the overheads are fairly easy to um, defend against. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's pretty confusing because uh, there were a lot of cases where I'd do a low uh, that would hit an opponent and it doesn't look like it would hit, and I would do an overhead in that situation, like 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 against a crouching enemy, and the overhead just doesn't do anything, whereas like the low would go through. Hmm. So let's talk about the roster here. Uh, we've got 12 characters, 10 regular, 2 hidden. Uh, obviously, our hidden characters are Nobunaga, and where Nobunaga goes, uh, Ranmaru must follow. Um, and then, otherwise, we've got a we've got a collection of you know, as we've said, like monks and thieves, and uh, you know, Ronin and all that jazz. Yeah. Um. So, I feel like they were actually. I didn't. We didn't end up trying, at least during the time we played together, we didn't mess with the um, the, the secret characters, uh, Nobunaga and Ranmaru. Um, apparently they're not, like, as is very often for this period, they're usually, like, those boss characters are usually busted. Apparently they're super not in this game. Yeah, I remember... We haven't played them in the Discord either. I guess we just haven't bothered, even though we talked about it. Um, but I even think, like, Nobunaga has some weird quirk where, like, he either, like, can't block lows, or he doesn't have any lows. He has something, like, that sounds really uh, debilitating as a drawback. Hmm. Uh, but he has, like, other options instead. Yeah, I'm looking at a, at a tier list, and I'll do a reveal <laughs> later uh, as far as that as far as that tier list. Um, but uh, Ranmaru is... It's, it's S, A plus A, B, C. Um, and, you know, obviously this is subjective, but I, I was able to find a couple of examples, and most of them looked basically like this. Um, and Ranmaru's A, and Nobunaga's B, so neither of them are, are crazy good. They seem pretty middle-of-the-road to Nobunaga, a little bad, actually. Um, 
Oh, was my character so, actually top tier? Oh yes. Oh fuck. So, oh yeah. Kasumi was S tier. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that when I picked her. I was just like, oh, ah, cute Bishojo ninja with a Kusarigama seems fun. I mean, sure. You know, listen. Uh, one of the characters I played turns out was top tier and considered better than Kasumi. So, um, it wasn't Raiga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. I, I'd be surprised if Raiga was even on the list. Raiga's C tier. Raiga's Raiga's considered the worst character in the game. Um. <laughs> So, uh, you played a bunch of Kasumi. Tell me about Kasumi. Uh, so, uh, Kasumi is this, uh, spry young lady ninja who's out there doing her best, and he, she believes in everybody doing their best as well, as evidenced by her win quote, where she always says, uh, don't give up, try harder. Um, and, uh, she's basically, she's a very weird like hybrid of rushdown and keep away so she doesn't have any projectiles and when she's unarmed she's very uh you know rush down in your face combo uh gameplay and she has like a lot of uh overhead options rec options juggle options uh wall jumps uh including uh charge uh charged like uh full screen wall jumps which can like double cross up your opponent it's really weird um uh but when she pulls out her weapon which is it's not even like a kusari gama because it's not a sickle it's like a sword at the end instead of a sickle so i, I think you call it wakizashi gama or something kusari wakizashi mm -hmm. whatever um uh and when she has that out she basically gains uh you know, it's 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 a rope. She has ranged options, and she has pretty good ranged options. They actually remind me a lot of um, Hakuman's normals in terms of pokes, um, and also hits on at very nasty angles. But I think the worst part is usually when you have ranged characters like that, uh, their weapons have a hurt box, so you can kind of like hit their weapon. And you know, like when you play in Guilty Gear and you have Axel with the sickles. Uh, the chain sickles. You can hit those chain sickles because, like, he'll take damage. Uh, Kasumi mm -hmm. apparently doesn't from, like, the testing uh, I've done, from the testing I've seen uh, in the Discord. Uh, which is frankly ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, she's, she's pretty fun to play. Yeah, she's she seems uh, quite strong, and she can be she can be very annoying under certain circumstances. That rope is really, <laughs> it's really merciless. I, um, yeah, the, the rope is pretty good to, like, put your opponent in their place. Like, like if, if, it's not like you just use the rope, but I think, like, if you feel like you're under a lot of pressure and you switch to the rope and you keep nailing the normals, like, in the distance, the opponent needs to start respecting you and then you kind of, you know, go back to neutral where you have like the moral advantage, morale advantage, rather. No, the moral advantage. You're a better person. <laughs> you are. Um, uh, another thing that's interesting, um, just this is not much of a detail, but if you look at like the character portraits and stuff, the art style is very much like like you know, eighties, nineties, like like shonen, right? Like everybody has like small eyes and like lots of muscles, and they're all like you know like 
growling at the at the at the player basically um except for kasumi whose eyes are literally five times bigger than anyone else's and she's just doing like a puppy face she is so happy to be here she's like she got isekai in the wrong damn like game she was like some happy go lucky ninja and then died and got isekai in this grim dark universe like even if you compare it to the other female character natsume like natsume looks like you know like I don't know, a secondary character from Cowboy Bebop or something. Like that's a, that's her like drawing style. Are you ready for the biggest shocker? Is she higher tier than uh, Kasumi? Uh, so uh, Kasumi is uh the is third in the list of high tier. Okay. So, um, the highest tier character in the game. Is the gun wielding thief Goemon, which nobody could figure out in the Discord. Like, like no, he seemed terrible. He seemed everybody who tried him was like, this character seems terrible. And I think even um, uh, our friend Ivy uh, said like she initially thought she she didn't like the game because she tried with Goemon, and then she switched characters and was like, oh, actually, I do like this game. Just Goemon who sucks. Well, one of the things is apparently this game has a lot of infinites, so I wonder if Goemon just has a lot of easy-to-access infinites. Maybe that's it. That could be it, yeah. Um, so the two characters I played are at the the extremes. Um, I played uh, Natsume, who is also a top-tier character in the game, and I played Raiga, who's the worst. Um, I guess I'll start, talk about Natsume first. Natsume is uh, your... Um, mandatory big titty ninja she really is she has like some like 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 a lot of like flurry attacks she does like a flurry of punches she does like a flurry of kicks um she has like a little a uh, like hand blade she pulls out and can throw and also catch which i learned later is you can throw it and then as it boomerangs back to you you don't have to wait for it to hit the ground you can snatch it out of the air mm. um uh, she's she's good. She's pretty straightforward, and she just seems like strong. She's got long limbs. She hits hard, and uh, she's got decent mobility. Yeah, she's fun. Yeah, I've uh, I played against her a lot because she was a semi popular pick uh, in the server. And yeah, if you're not paying attention, she can just like brush you down. I think even worse than Kasumi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very strong character. Um. And I I think ultimately in the future I will end up playing her mostly because uh, I like Raiga a lot, but Raiga is a exercise in frustration. I so I could just tell it by like like seeing you play Raiga. I was just like, this <laughs> looks like a nightmare to do anything. <laughs> um. So Raiga is a uh, huge shirtless man with a big knife whoa, um, whoa, whoa, and whoa. I love he, so much he has a shirt it's 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 a mesh shirt you're right he's shirtless in the character select but he puts on a mesh shirt for the yeah. <laughs> for the match um my bad um and uh he doesn't have any tools that don't suck um he has a projectile that goes like a third of the screen maybe a fourth um and it's, it sucks. Uh, your your whip on Kasumi has better range than my projectile. It's <laughs> pretty bad. Um, he has no anti airs of any form. Not uh, a single one. He ha- 
<laughs> he's nothing. Uh, he has, like, a charge attack that turns into, like, a rushing series of elbows, which seems, like, decently good, except for, of course, it's unbelievably unsafe. Um, he has uh, a 360, um, you know, command throw. Probably his best move, I guess I would say. And then he has two different, like, moves where he either rolls forward or does, like, a short hop forward and then does a throw. Um, it's a very long animation, and at any point the other person hits light punch, nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost wonder whether, like, the intent with that is, like, okay, you know, you're, like, a semi-grappler and you intimidate them, and when they're intimidated, then you go for the long animation because they know what to do. But the animation is so long, you can just, like, down jab, and that's it. Like, like the entire input is gone. <laughs> Doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's, you know, there's nothing to be scared of with Riker. <laughs> that kind of gets in the way. I'd say I'd say the meat cleaver normals are pretty damaging if they hit. That's true. That's, that's true. If he gets if he gets hits in with those weapon normals, they hit very hard. Yeah, I, I'd say his damage is scary. It's just that he doesn't have many opportunities to deal damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I started, I figured out after after a decent amount of time with Raika is when it when it came to like in the air, I had to um, if I was going to do an air to air, I had to jump first. I had to realize that the other person was about to jump and hit my normal before they'd left the ground, or I would lose the exchange. Uh, um, and that's not a great feeling. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think, yeah, I, I, I kind of had the opposite thing, where I could decide when the person was in the air. That actually kind of complicated, because if you were first in the air with Raiga, I could still jump with Kasumi and hit my normal on the way up, and it would still hit you. So it's kind of like, mm-hmm. you have to guess, and even if you guess, like, kind of right, if I counter-guess right, y- you lose the exchange. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> it was... Raika is hilarious. Uh, I really I really get a kick out of Raika and his mesh tank top and the way he yells every time he pulls out his big knife and his big stupid moves, but he is kind of terrible. He looks like a... PG thirteen version of a festival North Star character, except he's you know instead of post apocalyptic, he's like uh, feudal Japan style. Aside from the mesh, I D- guess. You're right. He does really look fist of the North Star. It's a good. It's a good comparison. Um. So apparently he's a bounty hunter. Yeah, he's uh. I think he's something Goemon. I think or something like that. That's his yeah. Shtick. Um. But yeah, I, I this is this happens a lot with these old fighting games where you have a very wide gap in terms of balance, and I think we're kind of spoiled these days um, mm-hmm. for for like choice because a lot. Of, I think even when you have low and high tiers in modern fighting games, I always feel like the gap now is much lower than it was before. Well, and there are so many reasons for that, right? Like, I mean not a small one is the fact that fighting games these days can balance patch. Yep. Ninja Masters got one release, period. And that was it. And that I, was the game. And I think for that one release, uh like it's still fun balance wise. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like it's not you know, like you said, it has like a bunch of infinites and other uh jank which we haven't even discovered yet. And I'm sure it eventually falls apart. But if you look at something like say 
you know, high-level Mortal Kombat 3 or Mortal Kombat 2 tournament play, which is just, you know, looks ridiculous and janky and not like anything normal people uh, or casual people, like, play. Like, I wouldn't even say, like, mid-level people play. Um, like, this uh, still feels uh, pretty good to just pick up. I mean, even, like, there are even modern fighting games that are getting patches where you saw periods that, you know, got fixed, but you're like, oh, jeez, this balance is completely screwed up. Like, I, I, as a Dragon Ball player, when uh, GT Goku came out, they didn't do a balance patch for months and months. I, I want to say it was, like like, a little over half a year before they shipped a balance patch, and just every fight everywhere everyone had GT Goku on their team. It was, like, third strike levels of, like, well, this is the best character in a modern fighting game. I think it's also... Um, this is why we kind of tried to find a lesser-known game um, in the Discord, because you have such fast knowledge exchange on how you should play something. Um, and, like, it makes such a difference just knowing basic things. Like... Uh, like to go to mention like magical drop for example like i thought i was pretty good at magical drop but i only play you know locally with friends and then when i went to magfest mm -hmm. i met other people who played a lot um and i would lose to somebody and then you know i would leave the cabinet and then would watch them play and i would see them do a very basic thing i wasn't aware of in the game like like i wasn't aware how the advantage of you know pulling down your board and I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. And I applied that knowledge, and I immediately upped my gameplay significantly. Um, mm -hmm. And when you have that in fighting games, you know, uh, when you have access to, you know, to infinites, the strategies, you know, you look at Twitter and somebody posts a combo, uh, or what you can do with some of your interactions. Um, like, that, that's very valuable. So when you find something that's not super known, and you're kind of just figuring things out on your own... Um, it's a much slower process, and I think it also lets you enjoy um, um, something at a like, much more uh, slower and easier pace. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think there's uh, there's a lot of benefit to playing these games that are not as, as understood. Because um, there are, you know, a lot, like, in this, in, especially in this period with, like, the Neo Geo and stuff... There were so many fighting games released that, like, just as a numbers game, some really good games didn't get the attention that that I'm not going to say necessarily they deserve, but they merit. You know? Yeah, I definitely think this is. I'm I'm surprised that I don't know more about this game. This is definitely one of those things where, um, like I I, I like I've heard people you know mention stuff like World Heroes and various other Capcom games, um, or SNK games. I've never heard this mentioned until last year and. I'm kind of surprised, especially because, you know, I, I like to think of myself as somebody who, even if I don't play certain fighting games, I'm kind of informed about them, so I'm kind of surprised that this isn't even mentioned anywhere, because, you know, it's not like, you know, the second coming, or like, you know, oh, the unspoken, the unsung hero of FGC, but it's, like, really good. Like, it's good enough that I would expect more people to play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a fun, really weird note on this, uh, on this Wikipedia page for Ninja Masters, um, did you know that Kasu or that Natsume is uh, in the hack of Streets of Rage Two called Girls Paradise? <laughs> no, I where did not. every 
every sprite is replaced with just a, a girl from another game. No, I did not. Why didn't I put... I don't know. Why did they not put in Kasumi? I don't know, but they did. I mean, they. it seems like they went for, for characters from all different games, so it seems like... It seems like uh, Natsume is the Ninja Masters rep. Um, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this list of of characters. Uh, it is of widely vi- uh, varying quality, um, and the latest release was like this March. So they've been going for it. Uh, but like, there's there's Chun Li. There's Double from uh, from uh, Skullgirls. There's Roll from Mega Man. Uh, there's Vanessa from KOF, Poison, BB Hood. This is just kind of all wait, over the wait, place. Wait, wait, wait. Does it have Morrigan? Uh, no, it does not. Wow, wow. The one the one crappy sprite I expect to see everywhere. I don't see it here. The double sprite they used is pretty god-awful. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't explain why this exists. Okay. Especially, like... Why are you working on this in 2020? <laughs> oh, well, there was a resurgence of um, uh, Mega Drive or Genesis modding with the uh, release of um, uh, the Sega class, Sega, what do you call it, Genesis Pack or whatever, and uh, on Steam uh, because they had mod workshop support, so you can download stuff but like, like Bubsy and Sonic too. Sure, but like, is it really? Listen, if if I I don't mean to insult the creator of Streets of Rage Two Girls Paradise, but I really think in 2020 you should probably find something better to do with your time than modding in like bad sprites of girls and thongs in Streets of Rage Two. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you right now, you could replace Streets of Rage Two with King of Fighters, and we'd be talking about an official SNK game now. Which is SNK yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um. Maybe me. I'll just. I'll just. You know. We'll cover. That's the. You heard it here first. We're covering SNK <laughs> We're not doing that. I don't want to do that. Please don't make me do that. I don't want to play the game either. No, I'm good. Um. If it does have Skullomania, but there's a limit to these things. Um. Anyway, closing thoughts on Ninja Masters. Would you play it? More of yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Uh, I, I would love to play more of it. What I would really love is if there was a uh, hack of it, uh, Ninja Masters Girls Paradise. Uh, no, but like, like actually, I know this is never going to happen, but I would love to see someone like legitimately hack this game and just like add in throw teching and modify some inputs. And this game, I would play this game all the damn time. That's great. Yeah, I think like if this had throw checking, it would be like like forty percent better than it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, at least there's fallback for throw checking, which is uh, I guess just punch before you get thrown. Depends on the character, <laughs> friend. Well, you have some to, of us don't have the range. <laughs> well, you have to play a functional character first. That's one requirements. <laughs> but yeah. Uh... You're going to be playing more of this? Yeah, I'm definitely going to play more of this. I'm probably going to play the... I think, like, like at least for now, my uh, Discord, uh, which you can probably find the link on my Twitch page easily uh, if you're interested in playing. But uh, we're probably going to play, like, once a week or something at least. 
uh, and probably a few more times in the stream, which we've we've already done uh, in the past. All right. Well, that sounds good. Uh, so if you want to, if you want to get in on that action, join the Discord, play some fighting games. Uh, but if you want to find uh, Mia Drag elsewhere on the internet, where do you think they would do that? Uh, you can find me at uh, twitter.com slash mdkii, that's mdk roman numerals 2, or twitch.tv slash bear. What's your LinkedIn? Uh, please, please, <laughs> you, you can probably find my LinkedIn, but I will probably not accept it unless I actually know you. Uh, I have a LinkedIn. I did not create it. Uh, it was created for me by my friend Nick, who has listed me as a Taco Bell expert. So, uh, uh, I have LinkedIn and it's semi useful. Um, but I think it depends on the industry. Like, it's just for tech and software and IT, it's pretty useful for a lot of other things, not so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I am, uh, Six Detmar. I'm on Twitter at Six Detmar, S I X D E T T M A R, and my work can be found at scanlinemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. Uh, and I think that's it for us. Until next time, folks. Bye bye. Peace out.